know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Hey, you are listening to episode nine of the Heart Sing podcast. Today, we are going to dive into creating life from our future selves and creation of alter egos. I am Addie B here, also known by my alter ego name of Slayer, and I am recording this on New Year's Eve of 2020. I could not think of a better topic to start the new year off with than discussing creating from our future because it's in this that we start to change and create the lives of our dreams and transform on an identity-based level, which is key for true transformation. And learning the future self skills of how to create from that place is another game changer on your path to transform. Today, my goal is to leave you with some tools you can use now, resources, a free exercise link, and even a special podcast listener discount to creating your Namaslayer Alter Ego course should you decide to take this to the next level. So let's dig in and get started. As I created Slayer, my Alter Ego, to help me envision my future I started to see massive results. She became my guide, my my sister by my side, my future self, and ultimately, I became her, and I'm constantly redeveloping her now. And then I started to teach other people this concept, where I noticed many of us get hung up with the future self concept is that we often hit the stage in life where we've stopped dreaming for ourselves, and we have so many limiting beliefs we built up and buried, we can't even imagine what we want that life to look like or how big we could dream. And in order to change, we need to have new thoughts. If we create everything in the world from our thoughts, it totally makes sense then that we need to change and get some new thoughts to have different results. But what thoughts do we need? How do we get there? In the law of attraction, Abraham tells us that the reason it seems that we have reached a plateau in our lives is because we stopped looking for the future, for what we can create and think because we've achieved these things we set out to get already and therefore we should be happy. And yet happy isn't in the goal. It never is. It's in who we become. It's in the seeking. It's in the search for the joy, bliss of exploring, of growing. We are growth-seeking beings. In midlife, you know, we've had enough time at this point to be with our things. And then we get distracted for many years by these things and taking care of other people, tending to our jobs, increasing our bad habits that help us buffer our emotions. I spent year my life doing this, putting everyone and everything before me, my job, my family, all of that, which, which is great, except I lost me. And in the process, I was experiencing emotions that I didn't know how to deal with. So I ate them and drank them. And I didn't know it was my soul in there screaming, like banging on the walls for me to listen. And she wasn't going to let that happen. She wasn't going to let me not listen. It took my ball of misery. And you can hear more about 
that that in-depth story on episode one. But let's just say I finally, finally it hit the proverbial wall, right? It could have gone one or two ways. It could have continued down the path I was on, rapidly gaining weight, 50 pounds in a year, and I was on track for more on my already overweight body. And it wasn't just the weight, though. It was just uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable in my skin and so frustrated that I didn't even know where to start anymore. Can you guys identify with that all? I just, I had spent my whole life seeking this weight loss goal. But at this point, I knew there was something wrong inside, right? That nothing outside was going to fix it, but I didn't know what to do. All I knew was to keep seeking the weight loss that had eluded me. And, but after years and years of failure, I just, part of me was like, how do I even get back up again? And yet, you know, I, I heard this little voice inside that was, you know, told me to rise. And thank goodness I listened and I continued to seek. You guys, you never know when that time you get up might be the decision you make that changes the entire trajectory of your life. One simple new little thing you try or put into place. And I didn't know yet about this light inside of me or (laughs) that it was my soul in there banging on the walls. I had no idea. And I always laugh that off to like religious hooey hooey. But once I discovered it, like what all of this magic everyone inside everyone's talking about, once I felt it and understood it for myself, it then it was my mission to help others that might be in their ball of misery that, you know, to uncover this as well. And I, I was just blown away. You mean this was right within me all along. So, you know, how do we get from creating an alter ego and building a life from your future self? How does that get you to the light within and this spiritual journey and ultimately guiding you to a life full of joy and love? Deepak Chopra in his book, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, talks about the past and the future, how they both exist in our imagination. And only what happens in the now is real and eternal because that now is the awareness And this is why learning to be present is so powerful. And yet, how do we create from our future and live in the now? This has been one of those things I've just been working to understand more on the allowing the now and what does this mean? On this episode, I'm going to share with you some concepts that will help you on this path of creating your future and share with you a couple of my favorite tools. And I'll put a link in the show notes where you can get a copy for yourself too. But first up, let's talk about the path of creating an alter ego. When I created Slayer for myself and I was on the beginning of my weight loss journey, I had just learned to meditate and I was finding life coaching and started to do discovery future self work, the concept of creating from our future and asking for advice from there, of daring to dream and imagine what if again, as I was answering questions from my future self, I realized I didn't even know what that was, and I needed to build her, create her. So I began to invent the most badass version of an alter ego I could. My name came from, I'm slaying goals left and right. And then I started to assign attributes to her, not just physical appearance, but also an internal compass, what drove her, what she was compelled to fight for, what things did she like to learn. I created an entire vision around her, and I even have an action figure. It's Black Widow, if you must know. I got her in clearance at the end of the Target aisle. You guys know what I'm talking about with the end of the Target aisles? (laughs) Where you go in to get one thing and you end up with 50 Target 
purchases in your cart from the clearance line. Okay, that was a total squirrel. Back on topic. So Black Widow, this little figurine I have, she was my vision of a superhero I was creating. And she travels with me and is a physical reminder of this badass future self version of me. If you can do this with your alter ego, it's very valuable to tie a vision to a, a visual. So you have this mind movie in your head, but you can tie it to either a picture, maybe on your phone or your mirror, my figurine, you find something like that to anchor it in this world. I did a ton of self-discovery during this phase where I was creating my alter ego. And dreaming again is so key. I don't know about you guys, but somewhere along the way, I had stopped. I started dreaming for my kids, my employees, like everyone but me. And around this time in the creation of Slayer, I was introduced to The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. This book had a lot of influence on my transformation. She outlines um, the magic morning pages that you hear me talk about all the time. And she also has a concept in there called artist dates, which I have morphed into everyday adventures and try to look at doing something like that for myself every day that spurs my creativity and joy. And the book, The Artist's Way, is it's full of self-discovery tools. And the exercises took me back to unlock my inner child, the, you know, the one that was inside that found joy in so many things before I either learned to buffer my emotions or they were shut down by well-meaning adults or not so well-meaning peers or sometimes just by how we are told to behave in society in general. I was always too loud too much, right? I was told to be quiet a lot. I remember this one time in my 20s, I was working at a corporate office for a property management company, and I was creating a policies and procedures manual. I was in this room at my computer all day long for about six months designing and creating, which part of me loved that, but I was also missing the human contact. I can't tell I'm a little bit of an extrovert. And so when someone would come in and see me or chat, I guess I laughed and I was very loud or something. I mean, imagine that, right? So I got called into this president's office and where he proceeded to tell me that my behavior was not fitting for the office and he could hear me through the walls and they couldn't have that while clients were there. And oops, you know, I felt horrible. I had this flash of white hot shame. And and while it probably wasn't the environment for it, and I, you know, in that environment, I'm sure I deserve that conversation. It stuck with me so long and having to taper down who I was, I look back at that and think of all the times I would rope myself in in different situations. I always liked being on site more at the properties where I had more freedom to have fun and be loud. And it's like a crazy little family when you're in a property management office. Uh, but when you get to the corporate offices, it's a little more reserved, a little more quiet. So I, can you guys identify with this? Like, when were you told you were too much or too little? Do you know? Have you taken time to reflect? And what if you let your loud and crazy out or dare to think you're worthy and you're capable and you can do it? What if I started to sing from mountaintops and share my story to the world? What could happen? Why had I stopped dreaming? What things did I want to do that I gave up on because someone told me it wasn't for me or I wasn't good enough? Oh, you can do this one exercise right now. And this is one of my favorites. Let's say you were reborn into this world again. Okay, so you have no attachments to anything in your life at all right now. You are completely reborn and you get to pick five careers, anything in the world. 
Remember, you're being reborn, so there's no restrictions. What would you choose? This will be very telling if you truly release judgment and answer from your deepest place. The first time I did this exercise, I was a regional property manager for a large corporation. And while I love so much about the job, I spent at least a third of the time tortured by doing things outside my zone of genius. And I just tried to stay in it as much as possible once I learned about this. But it really was uncomfortable for me to stifle that part of myself. I still have notes in the margin from The Artist's Way where I wrote these five careers down. Author, yoga teacher, motivational speaker, TV personality newscaster, camp owner, and instructor. And well, look at that, you guys. That was about two years ago. I'm a speaker. I'm an online personality. I'm getting certified in meditation instructor. I run an online sisterhood that sure feels like summer camp to me. And I can't wait for COVID to lift so we can get back to retreats. And I do the coaching and help with that part of it. Look what was created in a couple short years of creating Slayer and releasing myself from restriction and dreaming and asking what if. And this is the power of the alter ego. It releases us from that place of judgment and allows us to bring out that crazy a little bit. What if you were reborn? Because what your brain will start doing is it's going to start saying, oh, you can't do that. You, the kids and the house and the job and, you know, and then your dream is just smushed. So you can't let that critic out yet. So build yourself an alter ego. And that time since I had started building her and or I had like listed those five, you know, um, careers I wanted, I started an online business, I coach and help other people create their alter egos and make transformational change, created two online courses, bought an RV, left corporate America, traveled the country, living out one of my biggest dreams while making adventures with my daughters and having everyday adventures myself. And I'm going to become a certified meditation instructor and so much more from a ball of misery to figuring out how to live for my future self. What can you create this year? I want to share with you one of my favorite exercises that I did about 20 years ago, and I know was responsible in part for my living in Hawaii in my beach house, because that was always a dream of mine. Looking back, I wish I would have done this exercise every year, and maybe I could have just avoided that ball of misery if I would have kept dreaming. I do it multiple times a year, and everyone that does this has an awakening of sorts. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to get a copy of this. It's called 100 Dreams, and you can see mine and do the exercise yourself. It's key to your future self-creation because it starts your dream incubator going. You set aside 30 minutes of uninterrupted time, brainstorm your 100 dreams you want, include things you have now that you want, come from abundance, but future things or just wild, crazy, a, a yacht on the ocean. I want to sail around the world for four months and work from a yacht on the ocean. You know, I want to fly off to Paris for lunch. There's no limits. It's important when you do this too, when you see your brain restricting you, when you try to write big, huge, amazing things down, that these are the things you want to get to. And you want your to shut your brain down and write them down. The crazier it is, the better it is. Most people will struggle the first time to get to a full hundred. So don't worry if that's the case for you. And I would say limit your time so you don't get in the rabbit hole with this. It's perfectly normal. You'll get better and better at dreaming once you start practicing. Because like anything else, 
practicing makes us more capable and leads to confidence. You can do it. Give it a try. This will change your world this year. Let me know what you think. It's always eye-opening. Just the act of writing your dreams down puts them into motion. We had one woman in our group that crossed off 50 items in 2019. As we dare to dream again, this is where we find that inner compass, where our heart's desires are. This is where we want to build that alter ego from that place many of us don't dare to go to ourselves because, well, mainly we've been conditioned to have such fear of failure that we don't want to even think about what might be possible because then we have an entire past failures lined up that didn't make us feel good. So we want to avoid that again. So we don't even allow ourselves to think about it because we don't want to fail. Or we think that little voice in there is crazy. And that's the one, that little crazy voice, that's the one we want. The fear that is conditioned in us, partially biologically, because our brains want to keep us safe and keep us from trying new things and getting scared, but also because we were taught failure was bad, that we should follow the path laid out for us and get A's. And if you get something wrong, it's, it's not good. And not that it's something to learn from, but that we failed. And when we can switch that in our mindset, what a game changer. The path of the rules that have been created in our world already, what if we create our own new rules? If you create beyond what you are told is possible, then it's never too late. You can create anything at any time in the world. What if you create some a world you want to live in? What would it look like? Do you know? Take a second and just allow yourself to dream. What would be the craziest, most fantastic world you would create? And as you ask yourself these questions, you start to create your alter ego. I like to direct my clients to make them over-the-top fictional. I created the entire alter ego course to help people do this because in doing it, you start to identify what you personally gravitate to, but from a removed objective standpoint. You're not tied to the outcome and you're not judging yourself because, quite frankly, the more badass she is, the better. Bring it on. Who would your alter ego be? This isn't you. You get to step away from it. Would you build a superhero, a witch, a goddess? Mine has evolved this last round of doing this into a supernatural being. She is of the earth and air and flows through space. She is Namaslayer, the light warrior. Slayer, my current me, was straight up superhero with a sword and everything. In fact, if you do this course, you get a full Slayer and leather and a sword. (laughs) It's really amazing. Check it out. So as you release attachment to the outcome of what you want, you start to live with intention. And Deepak shares this in the law of intention and desire with us. And it says it so perfectly that intention is a future focus without attachment to the outcome. So you allow your attention to be there to guide you, but it's the attention, what we give in the present moment, that is our awareness. It's in this awareness of the now that we are creating. And I know that's really a lot to take in. But when we have the intention in mind and release it, we allow it to work. We don't worry about the hows, the all of that. We allow the like attracts light, the law of the universe. We start to draw the intention laid out for us. 
and we start to bring us more toward what that alter ego is, we can ask intentionally every day, what would Slayer do? And increase that to each moment. And we start to become, we start to exist in the now and we become blended with this alter ego. So how do we do this? First, you start to dream and creating that alter ego who is the person you would admire most. What are her values? Is she trustworthy, full of integrity, fun, adventurous? The beauty in the process is that not any one of us would build the same alter ego. There are infinite possibilities of creation, and it's in this dipping into the field of all of these possibilities, listening to our inner guide that we start to find our joy, our purpose, that which lights us up. Entering this fear field of pure potentiality where we can create from what is unknown to us. And this is what we need to do to transform. We need new thoughts. This is how we create these new magical things in our lives. And of course, I'm going to talk about meditation because there's probably not going to be a podcast where I don't. But this in this space where we go, where we're still with ourselves, that we meet up with this inner part of us, with the part that is part of everything else. We can plant seeds of our desire in this field as you become in alignment where your personality is aligned with your soul. You come into your authentic power. It's in this space where you see solutions start to appear right in front of you. Synchronicities, which are always there, but suddenly so apparent to you and you can see the path you're on. They start to just appear one after another, like light bulbs lighting up down a dark path. So learning to be still, this is a first great step that we need to allow ourselves after that to dream again. In the process of this, we become the observer, which increases our awareness which is, of course, our superpower of intention, which helps create from the intention of the future. (laughs) I know it's a lot. So in increasing that awareness of our inner selves, this translates to knowing our minds, bodies, and souls on a more intimate, intimate level. It's that awareness when we can start making decisions that move us toward better health and more joy. We make decisions from that future place in the now, because of our awareness, because of our attention. As we become more conscious and take responsibility, understanding that we create these worlds and we can absolutely create whatever we want. As we do this, we start to understand the only thing that's stopping us is us. This is why having your alter ego, a vision that's so clear that it's an intention you're releasing into the field, I like to create a superhero, the supernatural, just because it helps me really push the limits of it. For example, Slayer's superpower is shooting heart sing from her hands. She saves the world from obesity and booze by infusing everyone around her with pure joy, bliss, and heart sing. And Slayer knows also things like how she needs to recover, and she has a process. She's fit and healthy, but not without her own story of tragedy. As all heroes, we, we all have this path, we all have this journey in our life. And Slayer, her, role, her road was full of failures, but she doesn't give up. She taught me this. She knows that on her path, she just keeps rising. It's up to her and her alone to save her world. This is the magic, the process of future self, of an alter ego, and understanding that you are the co-creator. It's in this unity with the universe and all things that we create. And well, 
It's fun. It's fun to make an alter ego, you guys. When I set out on this leg of my journey, I was committed to my core values of fun, adventure, inspiration, authenticity, and innovation. And in that process, of course, I had to get leather pants and a sword and create an entire myth and adventure for my alter ego. And each day, you know, I ask myself what guidance she has for me. And when I'm working on a big goal, it's key to try and find out what my future self has to say. If you're a person that weighs a hundred pounds less or already has half a million dollars, what, what are you thinking? It's not what I'm thinking right now, or I would be that, right? I don't think the same thoughts I do right now that I did at 300 pounds. They've changed. My situation has changed. So what will change as I release my desire for food? This is my new goal I'm working on. So when I ask Namaslayer, my new future self, what she ha- what thoughts she has about food, they're more like, I'm so grateful. I feel so alive in my body. I'm still developing this thought and it's a work and process and I, I know I will have to write these thoughts. And as I learn to believe it, I will know because I'll have released the desire for food. Just like the thoughts I had that I have now, I needed to believe to get here to be a hundred pounds less. So it's a powerful exercise to ask the you in the future or your alter ego. If you're like so many of us that have a hard time envisioning being that person who's already at the goal. You know, so many of us, we failed so many times, we just can't even imagine anymore because our brains immediately go to our past history that has shown us how we're not getting to that goal. So you can think of if you don't have an alter ego, you could even think of someone like a, you know, or a celebrity personality that you know, that has the goal you want, what would they think? What would it be like? To recap, always as always, meditate. (laughs) It's in that stillness that you're going to find your inner self and you can start to listen to the voice within and see this field of infinite possibilities, unlimited potential where you can plant these seeds and you start to dream again. Do the 100 dreams exercise. I'll put the link in the show notes and you can download a worksheet and you can see my list and how to do it and create your future. Make an alter ego. You can use the alter ego course. You can go back through this episode and and listen to the questions and start to develop her and just ask yourself. If you want to do the course, go to namaslayer.com, go to the get started tab. When you check out, enter the code future and you'll get 50% off the course price. Consult your alter ego. Ask your future self every day. What would you think? What would you do if you already were? If you could hop in a time travel machine, fast forward to the future and see you already have this thing, how would it change how you approach everything if you knew 100% that you had achieved it? What would you do now? You would not only have some words of encouragement for yourself, but you'd be able to courageously step forward into fear. You would get up over and over again. You would know that you did something along the way to get that outcome. Now you just have to find out what it is. And we never know the how. It's in the failures. So start racking up those failures already and look at them as badge of honor and a learning opportunity, not a reason to stop seeking. Consult the future you 
and your inner you. Figure out what you want to create in this world, what you are here for, what you're too loud, too much, or too crazy is, and unleash her. The world is ready for your magic. Let me know what you guys think of the 100 dreams and if you're all about your alter egos. And of course, I love any reviews and referrals on the podcast. I really appreciate all the great responses. Let me know what else you want to talk about. And let's uncover that magic inside. Get her out. Do your 100 dreams this week. And until next week, my witches and bitches, slay her out.